This is Talking with Tegan. Viewer discretion advised, there will be spoilers ahead, so if you are interested in this show, movie, or book, make sure to go watch it before you listen to this episode. Hi guys, I'm Tegan, and today's topic is Ginny and Georgia. My guest is my sister, Haven. Haven, introduce yourself. Hello. <clears throat> um, so today we're gonna I'm gonna ask her a couple questions and then we're just gonna talk about it and we have a surprise at the end. So if you don't know what Ginny and George is about, it's about this mom who got pregnant in high school and had a troubled past and then she also had another kid. So now she has two. The kids are Ginny and Austin. Mm-hmm. And then they move to this new town, Wellsbury, and they, like, restart their lives. But there's, like, a lot of drama involved. It's really good. Okay, so I'm going to ask Haven questions. So what is your opinion on Georgia's past? Georgia, personally, I'm obsessed with her yeah. and all that she is as a character. I feel like she's very, like, strong and independent and would do anything for her family and she really just wants like the life for her family that she never had growing up and I really really think that she's a really great character so what about like her past with like her stepdad like molesting her I think that I think that molestation is bad (laughs) oh my god I don't know um I think that she's grown a lot from it and I like that she doesn't like use it as a crutch I like that she's like moved past it and is like using this as something to motivate her to you know be who she is today instead of kind of like wearing it like using it like a chip on her shoulder and like that using it as like an explanation while she's like how she's like kind of like sad or depressed I like that she isn't like that I like how she's like upbeat but also has, like, a deep, dark past. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's, like, a character that I, like, really like on, like, a different show that's a lot like her. Like, Damon. Yeah. Like, he's super funny and, like, sarcastic, but then, like, he had, like, such a messed up past, you know? That's yeah. a really good example. Good job. Okay, and so, like, relating to her past, her baby daddy for Ginny when she got pregnant in high school is Zion. So, when he comes in later in the show, how do you feel about that? And, like, how do you feel, like, about his personality and stuff? I think Zion sucks. But. Yeah, I do. I think he sucks. But. And I think that she should have kicked him out of his life a long time ago because I think that. I think that kids should always be around their healthier parents. I think I think they're I think kids should I mean ideally kids should have, you know, the mom and the dad that they grow up with and their family loves them unconditionally. But like in situations like that where like, you know, they move around a lot and Zion isn't really there, I feel like it's more unhealthy for the child if he comes in periodically in her life and then leaves again because that's like traumatic for kids so i feel like he should either like come around and stay or she or he should just leave because him popping in and then you know being in their lives and making it look like he's here to stay that time and then leaving and then messing up georgia's life you know how she's going from there i think that that sucks and i think that he's an awful character so i'm kind of like mixed about it because I do, like, I understand, like, Jenny's feeling of, like, hope, you know, that one day he'll just, like, become a better dad, which is not the case. Dads who are like that are not going to end up being good dads. They're not just going to change overnight. And, but then at the same time, you know, he 
you know, he's not going to change. And he keeps messing up Georgia. Like, you know, Jenny says, she says, like, you just come, you sleep with mom, and then you leave. And it's like, because you mess up her life. And so I feel bad for Georgia that that keeps happening because she just keeps falling back into that, you know, into her past. And, but I also then, again, I do feel their connection because they, um, because, you know, they had a kid together and then they, like, they struggled a lot. So, like, they have a special connection. And I feel bad for Austin, too, because he, 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 like, sees Zion as, like, kind of, like, a dad, you know, or, like, a friend. A father figure. Yeah. So, because his dad's in prison. So, when Zion comes and goes, you know, it's just as hard for him, too. So, I just think that he's not a very good character, bottom line. Okay. So, now, another part of George's past is Joe. Past and present. Pa- yeah, past and present. So, in the be- in the beginning, or, like, middle of it, I don't know. The episodes are so long, I get mixed up with them. The there's like a high school kid who's on a field trip and he is really nice to Georgia and then they reveal that Joe from the shop is it a coffee shop or is it like just like it's a I think restaurant? it's a coffee kind of coffee like bar a, restaurant cafe type thing okay and it reveals that he was that kid and so I think that that's like super cool and super sweet and he I wasn't she would have chosen him. He, he, was, he wasn't just nice to her, though. He gave her his half of his sandwich, and he gave her Ray-Ban yeah. sunglasses, which she still has in the show. Now, um, Ginny has stolen the Ray-Bans, and Joe sees them and puts two and two together that Georgia is the girl from the rest stop all back when. Yeah, because Ginny told the story of how, you know, a kid gave her sun- sunglasses and a half of a sandwich, mm-hmm. and she, and then Joe was like, oh, my God. And then he was like, oh, wait, I love you, you know? And I just think that it was super sweet. And because even before he knew that Georgia was that girl, you know, he was still, he still kind of liked her, you know? He still kind of flirted a little bit. I like Joe. Uh, Okay, so I have two, I have two sides that, like, two, I can't really decide on Joe. On one hand, I really like Joe, and I think that if Georgia were to, like, let herself become vulnerable, and kind of fall for Joe. I think Joe would be really good for her to help her, like, kind of move on from, like, the dark past that she's had and kind of, like, the what's going on with her right now. I think he'd help her become a better person. But I think also, I think Joe is a little too sweet for Georgia. I think Georgia needs somebody who's a little bit more of kind of like a risk factor. Joe is just like a very easy, nice choice. Not that there's anything wrong with nice, but I don't think that he's really Georgia's type. See, I disagree because I think that somebody who's like really big risk taker, you know, an adventure and somebody who's more of like a safe person and like kind of like somebody who will always be there for you, they balance each other out. Right. I just So I think that they'd make a better match than Zion and Paul. So we got to talk about Paul too. I don't know. I just think that I think Joe is a good choice and I think that they could potentially be compatible together. Very but I, compatible. I just don't think that I think in the long run she'd be happier if she chose Joe, but I think right now in her life that Joe probably isn't the right choice for her. Okay. Now, like I said, Paul Lemare, how do you see him? Because at the end I was like, what the heck is going on? I feel like he kind of got crazy. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like, oh my gosh, I really, really like he's Paul. Sweet. Like he's like, super sweet. He's, he's like, funny. what's his name? Tucker. Yes. Yeah, he's exactly Tucker. like on Heart of Dixie. 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I swear, he literally, like, got crazy. His switch flipped, and then he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I really, really like Paul. I think that Paul is the correct choice for Georgia. I think... He's crazy, though. I think that Georgia and Paul are two pieces in a pod, and I think that Paul has kind of a messed up past that he hasn't really revealed all the way to her. And I think that when he starts, like, kind of revealing his true self, like he started to do in the last couple of episodes, I think Georgia will start seeing how similar they actually are and how power-hungry they both are. And I think that they're very compatible for each other. And I think that Paul is going to be able to give Georgia all that she has been wanting, which is power, wealth, you know, to be the picture-perfect family that she always and, wanted. Like, and... But because they did like each other, like you know, they they did really like each other, and now they're all of a sudden engaged. But okay, so like I see it both ways because I kind of feel like it's not so much like his past, like George's, because George is perfectly fine, she's sane. But then all of a sudden he got like crazy, and his like his total like vibe was just like switch flipped. I was in love with it. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he's really good with Austin. You know, he's really nice. He's really funny. And she actually really liked him. Not like, you know, all the other times when she just did it for, you know, money or for insurance. Or, yeah, any of that. And then at the same time, I do kind of feel like they'd be really good. I feel like she could actually open up about her past because he's, you know, not so perfect himself you know like she would trust him and I feel like that'd be really good for her because she can't really talk about all the things that she did but then yet again George is kind of crazy too when she put the guy's ashes in the fireworks oh my god that was amazing total power move like it was pretty cool because then there's no evidence you know but at the same time that was a little crazy because it's not like oh it's not like walking dead they don't need to be savage I love it. I love the savage. I like, see, I'm really into any book that I read, any TV show that I watch. I'm really into like, you know, the kind of darker, maybe not perfect choice, you know, like classic Damon Elena and Stefan situation. I always like Damon more, the kind of darker past instead of nice fruity Stefan. So Stefan's literally a ripper. He literally drinks <laughs> them till their head literally falls off. Anyways off topic. So I feel like I really like Paul and I think that they're both the most delicious type of wicked together. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my next question is how do you view Marcus? How do I what? View Marcus. Marcus? I'm in love with this. <laughs> Marcus. Okay. So I think that Marcus and Ginny are endgame. And <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I think that they're super cute together. I think that he was kind of a jerk. At okay, first. but guys who are broken are jerks. I thought he was kind of a jerk at first, but then as they started revealing more of his story and they started like that was right. <clears throat> and they started kind of going more into detail about his past, and she started and Ginny started seeing more of his past. I think that they will be really, really compa um, compatible together. Then she ran off, right, after he just told her, I'm so sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean that it was a mistake, I love you. I think, honestly, I think that they're both teenagers, they're both stupid, they don't know, really know what's going on in life, and I think that, I think that they'll last in high school, and then I think that she'll realize... Actually, I don't know how much farther the show is going to continue. If the show continues, like, for a while, I think in the end, they won't end up together. I think that... But they were sophomores, right? I think they're sophomores. For at least through high school, I feel like they'll be together. 
but I don't really know. He's I hot. I yeah. Like at least that. in the show, he's not as hot in real life, but that happens a lot. You know, it's if you the really character like, that yeah, you if like. you like the character. Um, so I really really like Marcus. I I feel like he's a teenage human demon. He's just broken, and then when he finds that right person, you know, where he can actually be vulnerable, you know, you like him a thousand times more. Like, you know, Damon, we always loved Damon, but then when he fell in love with Elena, you know, and he really saw, like, how he was when he was vulnerable, all of a sudden, he was like, God. I'm just kidding. God? (laughs) So, I feel like Marcus is kind of the same way. At first, I was just like, okay, you know, it's kind of hard to hate you, but you're still really, you know, you're a jerk. You know, mm-hmm. but then he like you know told her that he loved her, and then like he kept like he was apologizing, you know, and he got like super sweet, and I was just like, oh my god, you're so hot. <laughs> okay, so what about Ginny? Ginny, I hate Ginny. I think she's dumb. I think that she just doesn't know, like what the heck she's doing. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She is like Elena. Not okay, yes, she is Elena. I, I love Elena. Oh, no, I love these two boys. Oh, no, they love me. Oh, no, I don't want to be a vampire. Like, bruh, who wouldn't want to be a vampire? Okay. Like, Belle's the only one who's got it together. (laughs) This is not. (laughs) But she's like, I despised Elena in the first couple of seasons. But then she got really good. I think I liked her better as a vampire because she was more, like, savage. I like her more when her humanity was turned off. Anyways, off topic. (laughs) You like Catherine, then? Yes, I like (laughs) Catherine. Um, (laughs) Off topic. Anyways, I absolutely hate Jenny. I think that she should feel like crazy proud of her mom and like super thankful to her mom for doing all these things for Ginny before she was like all she saw was that she was crazy and then when her mom told her then she was like that didn't change anything it's like well bruh like do you understand how much that took you know and what she has to live with like now or like how she had to see that when that guy was like you know trying to touch you Mm -hmm. and then she killed him for you so you know yeah because if my mom killed somebody for me her dream when that guy touched you on the butt she literally killed him i was very i feel like if my mom did something like that for me i feel like i'd be very very like proud of her not because she killed something killing is obviously wrong but i just feel like the love a mother has for her daughter and how she would go how um, the love a mother has for her children period and how she would do anything to protect them i think that Ginny just doesn't realize that because she doesn't have kids of her own so she's too much of a teenager she doesn't understand the unconditional love that georgia feels towards them and how she would do anything to protect them and keep them safe which you know i don't know i just feel like i hate Ginny, and she should like wake up and realize like your mom is cool yeah like deliciously wicked okay how do you like do you like mang max annabelle annabelle her name is not annabelle what is it then abby abby i don't think it's abby it is it's max abby natalie no natasha no, it's not it's not Black Widow. Um, and then Ginny. Okay, so the friend group. I kind of like them, but I kind of feel like they're also toxic. Max is literally my favorite. I kind of feel like she's me. Did you know she's like that in real life? Yeah. Yes, I watch interviews, and she's literally like that in real life. And I think it's... We're practically like twin flames. I literally love her. She's so fantastic. Yeah, I don't like Mang. I think they're all dumb. I think... 
I think it's kind of like a toxic friendship, you know? And okay, hold on. What was going on with that one chick? The redhead with like duct taping your thighs? Was she just really oh, insecure? Yeah. yeah, she's insecure and it's like worried about her body, which is dumb because I love my thick thighs and I would never try to make them smaller. I think that they're awesome. Get them bigger, bruh. Don't say bruh. Sorry. Um, Buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that Mang's dumb. I think that they're all dumb, hormonal teenagers, and they don't know what real life's about. And they're like, oh, you slept with my brother. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, okay, hold on. If, on life. if your best friend, like, who's your best friend? That's something else. John is my best friend. Okay, I know he's gay, but if he were to sleep with me, how would you feel? Awesome, because then you and John... No, no you listen, would not! You, you would hate me. <laughs> no, listen, you and John would get married, and then me and John would be brothers. Brother and sister. Oh. Which is even better than being best friends. Okay. Well, okay. I kind of get that. But you'd be so grossed out, at least. Grossed out? But I wouldn't flip out like she did. She's just... She's well, she felt dumb. betrayed because she's, that was her best friend, and she didn't tell her. She's an immature high schooler. She pretend. Okay, Jenny. Okay, actually, though, like, okay, say Audrey. Okay. Say that she told you that she was a virgin, and you guys were a virgin, and all of a sudden you wanted to do this plan like Max and Jenny were, but she lied to you and told you that she was still a virgin when she wasn't. Okay. First of all, and then she it, had sex with your best friend. First of all, it would be switched. <laughs> It would not be Audrey. But the whole point is, you know, you would feel betrayed because it's not so much that it was her brother. It was more of that she just, I you know, not she didn't lie. You know what? I am way more mature. I'm so much more mature than any high schoolers that I've ever gone to school with. Our school is also dumb. I'm way more mature than any schools that I've ever, any of the kids I've ever gone to school with. And if that happened, you know what I'd say? i say, like, you know, you know what? You did that. That's fine for you cool we're done being friends i'm not gonna make this a big deal i'm not gonna fight with you about it i'm just gonna stop talking to you i'm gonna block your number that's never not gonna, real best friends i'm never bro. gonna look at you again that's not Period. best friends that's just the type of person i am that's if not I, best friends if you're willing to do that then that's not best friends i didn't say it was best friends i just said if a friend did that to me but Ginny and max were best friends right so maybe exactly they're not best friends if Ginny did that right isn't that what you're saying no i'm saying if you were just willing to just drop and be like okay we're done i drop and that's not real best i friends. drop anybody though that's like i don't have time for negativity and dumb stuff in my life you know positive only going up no going you don't down work for anything no. right positive only going up never going down you know what this friendship is not this mang is nothing but down nothing but toxic toxicity and nothing but stupid high school drama they should all oh my gosh chill they should all stop being friends get new friends hang out with the teacher you know hang out with chill out and then you'll be better people because of it chill. okay you know what chill, Ethan, this is not you <laughs> chill okay um i think that's all my questions but like how okay first of all where are you going? I'm opening the door. It's hot. Okay. Um, I think that generally, like, the show is just really good. Like, I may not like all the characters, but I do really like the show. It is, I would say, 14 age and up because there is a little bit of inappropriateness. I'd say 16 and up. Well, I watched it and I'm 14 and it was totally fine. I know, but you're kind of mature for your age, but, like... Okay, maybe 15, 15, 15, compromise. compromise. 15 and up, I would recommend because it's it's not, like, super inappropriate. It just has, like, what, like, three scenes that are inappropriate? I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad, on, personally. I don't know. I'd say three there's, or four. There's, there's four scenes that are inappropriate. 
which isn't that bad. No, I don't know. I don't. Not. I don't think it's that bad. There's a lot of implied stuff too, but that's not nearly. Well, yeah. Bad. Well, what like do you expect with thing. a t- What do you expect with a TV show about right. a bunch of high schoolers? Right. With their hormones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now our surprise is. Oh yeah. Drum roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will be doing a BuzzFeed test. That is Ginny and Georgia character. Which one are you? So I'm gonna go first. And then Haven's going to go, and we will share our results. We also are going to ask the question. So then you, okay, by the way, if you just search which Jenny and Georgia character am I, then it will be the first link. Click on that. Yeah, if you want to take this test. But we're going to read the question, give you the options, and then we'll give you our answers, and then we'll give you our results. Okay, so the first question is, how would your friends describe you? The options are charming, introverted, intelligent, supportive, dramatic, and chill. I'm either... You're not charming. Shut up. I'm either supportive or dramatic. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of more supportive. supportive. I'd say supportive, too. I'm really dramatic, but I'm always there for my friends when they need me. Yeah. Not that I have any, but <laughs> I would be. <laughs> Pick another teen show. My So-Called Life, Never Have I Ever, Degrassi Next Class, Sex Education, One Tree Hill, Euphoria. I'm going to go with One Tree Hill. You love One Tree Hill. So fantastic. Order something from Joe's Blue Farm Cafe. Iced coffee, tuna melt, that looks disgusting, fries, cappuccino, hummus, and pita chips, chicken salad. I'm either going to go with uh, iced coffee or fries. I love coffee, but I also really love some fries. Which one should I do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go iced coffee. Okay. Who are you in your group chat of friends? The one who uses too many emojis, the one who never replies, the one who dramatically leaves and comes back, the one who's always worried about someone is mad at them. The one who screenshots everything. The one who replies instantly. I'm either too many emojis. The one who's always worried about someone is mad at them. Because I struggle with that you're a lot. You're too many emojis for sure. Because I've texted you a couple times. And you're always sending way too many emojis. I don't have a phone. From grandma's and mom's. Oh, yeah. I do use emojis. Where can we find you at your sophomore sleepover? On the dance floor. In the photo booth with my crush. Secretly drinking in a classroom. Hiding out in the bathroom. Wherever my friends are. Perfect perfecting my makeup either secretly drinking in a classroom or on the dance floor we're gonna go on the dance floor because i love to boogie (laughs) pick a mother-daughter duo nalani and devi from never have i ever devi 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 what is that word though nalani (laughs) spike and emma from degrassi the next generate that yeah the next generation Miss Kim and Lane from Gilmore Girls, Linda and Tina from Bob Burgers, Sarah and Amber from Parenthood, Eleanor and Blair from Gossip Girl. I'm going to go Miss Kim and Lane from Gilmore Girls. Where's your first ideal date? A concert, the movies, a nice restaurant, a party, a coffee shop, a skate park. Okay, I'm either going to go a concert or a coffee shop. Because I really like to do stuff, you know? concert for you. Yeah. Because I like to, like, do stuff. You know, I don't want to just sit in in silence because I'm a talker person. And finally, there's a pop quiz in English. What do you do? I already did the reading. I'm good. Cheat off the kid next to me. Argue with the teacher. Ask to go to the nurse's office. Cry. Try my best, I guess. I would like to cry, but I'm going to try my best, I guess. I think that rhymed. Ew, I got Nora. Nora, Uh that's her name, not Natalie. Yeah, I told you it was (laughs) Natalie. Dude, she's, like, so toxic. Okay. You're most like Nora. Like her, you're the rock of your friend group. Okay, wait, hold on. This is kind of accurate. <laughs> you're 
you try your best to be there for all of your friends and make sure nobody feels left out, but often you find it difficult to please everyone. You sometimes get caught up in the drama of things and make mistakes, but you always have the best intentions. Why is oh that, my gosh, actually that actually accurate? Actually you. Why is that actually accurate? No, that's literally you to a T. Okay. All right, now I'm going to take the test. Do you want to re- read it or do you want to read it? I can do it to you. Okay. Okay. First question. How would your friends describe you? Charming, introverted, intelligent, introverted. supportive, dramatic, or chill? Definitely introverted. I'm a big reader and I don't really like to talk. Or go anywhere. Yeah. Pick another teen show. My So-Called Life. Never Have I Ever. Degrassi Next Class. Sex Education. Euphoria or One Tree Hill. I'm going to have to go One Tree Hill because I've only seen One Tree Hill. We started Never Have I Ever, but it wasn't good. So, Yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. Next, order something from Joe's Blue Farm Cafe. I like that name. Iced coffee, tuna melt, fries, cappuccino, chicken salad, or hummus and pita chips. I'm a solid chicken salad girl. I love Caesar dressing. Um, I had, I've had the best Caesar dressing. It's my favorite. I've had it. Can't remember where I had it. I've never been able to find a Caesar salad dressing that matches, that was as good as the other one. So every time I get a chance, I try it and try to find the next best one. I would have thought that you had picked hummus and pita chips. Chicken salad. Who are you in your group chat of friends? The one who uses too many emojis. The one who never replies. The one who dramatically leaves and comes back. The one who's always worried someone is mad at them. The one who instantly replies. And the one who screenshots everything. Probably screenshots everything. So there's two. When I text people, I instantly reply to them because I hate Unless when, your phone's off. Unless my phone's off. Because I hate when people don't instantly reply to me when I text them. You know, like, do you really have better things to do than talk to me? I'm sure they do. But anyways. <laughs> and I also screenshot everything because, like, I like to send screenshots to my mom and like to my friends. friends. So, I don't know. I think you'd be screenshot. I'd say the more likely the one who screenshots everything. Because you, like, you know, you try to reply, but that's only if you're on your phone. Yeah. But I screenshot anything. Okay. Where can we find you at sophomore sleepover? On the dance floor, in the photo booth with my tr- crush. Okay, no. I'm way too awkward to talk to yeah. my crush. You know, let or alone sit next to them. Let alone be in a confined space with them. No, thank you. Secretly drinking in a classroom, hiding out in the bathroom, perfecting my makeup wherever my friends are. Wherever my friends are hiding I'm out in the bathroom. I'm definitely hiding out in the bathroom or wherever my friends are. Um, I'd say wherever my friends are because hiding out in the bathroom, then people would probably go and try to find you. Well, I'm not just hiding out in the bathroom. I'm or like, what if somebody has to I'm leave? reading. In the bathroom. No, do wherever your friends are. I don't know. I'm more a hide-out-in-the-bathroom type of girl. Okay, but they're referring to Marcus and Ginny in the bathroom hiding out. Right, I'd be hiding out with a good book. Wherever my friends are. Okay. I, no, this is my BuzzFeed. Oh, my gosh. Pick a mother-daughter duo. Nalini. Nalini. And oh, how'd you do that? I just read it. Oh, and gotcha. Davey from Never Have I Ever. Spike and Emma from Degrassi. Degrassi, The Next Generation, Miss Kim and Lane from Gilmore Girls, Eleanor and Blair from Gossip Girl, Sarah and Amber from Parenthood, L- Linda and Tina from Bob's Burgers. Okay, just because Tegan picked Miss Kim and Lane, I'm going to go ahead and pick a different one and go with Eleanor and Blair but you've from never Gossip, seen Gossip Girl. Girl. Well, we're going to mix it up because we don't want to get the same one. That's not fun. Yeah, it is. Where's your ideal first date? A concert, the movies, a nice restaurant, a party, a skate park, or a coffee shop. Okay. Either the movies or a nice restaurant because... Restaurant involves communication. You're more quiet. If you're talking, 
you're not, if you're talking, you're not eating. And if you're going somewhere to eat, you're going to be eating more than you're talking. And we could talk about the food and that's no conversation. Dinner's like, okay, let's go and, and we'll really, hang out and, and we'll I'm really, talk I'm really other. all about food, but I'm also really about not having to talk. And there's popcorn there. Do the movies. Oh, but I love restaurants. You're too quiet. No, I'm not. You're too introverted. Okay, even. but if I really like somebody... And we have a lot to talk about. And you're going to be more nervous. Oh, you know what? I can't eat in front of people. I have this really weird thing where, like, I can't eat in front of people that aren't my family. She eats. She just doesn't yeah, like no, to I, eat in front of I eat people. regularly. I just can't eat in front of other people. So, the movies, for yeah. sure. All right. And finally, there's a pop quiz in English. What do you do? I already did the reading. Yes. I'm good. Cheat off the kid next to me. Ask to go to the nurse's office. Argue with the teacher. Cr- cry or try my best. I Either guess. already did the reading because you read a lot or cry. Okay, so here's the thing. I am the worst test taker you will ever meet. I get nervous. I get anxiety. And even if I know the answer, I freak out and pick a different answer. <laughs> um, I've been this way for as long as I can remember. And I'm terrible at it. So probably cry because yeah, I get really nervous. Probably. All right, here we go. <laughs> I got Abby. You're most like Abby. Like her, you're just doing your best to stay afloat in this hectic (laughs) world. You want to be there for your friends, but often feel overwhelmed trying to juggle everything. You're a perfect balance between sensitive and tough and a little chaotic at your core. At the end of the day, you just want to fit in and be happy. Oh, my God. Why is this accurate? That is is supposed to be rigged. That is so accurate. That is literally me in everyday life. Okay. That was was kind of freaky. That was freaky how accurate it was. Okay, so guys, go to BuzzFeed, take the test, find out who you are. If it's accurate, it's rigged. BuzzFeed is spying on us. How can they know all these answers to our life? And And, uh, thank you for coming on my podcast. Thank you for listening to me talk. Yeah. All right. Okay, everybody. Thank you and goodbye. That was Talking with Tegan. Thank you. Bye.